Hello! And welcome, welcome to the, the center, center of, of Death, Death Valley. Valley. This is John. And I'm Dave. And I, I almost mirrored you there. <laughs> this is, of course, the Devil's Advocate's Legally Distinct Podcast and, and Variety Show, among other things. It should, it should be in the description of the podcast, honestly. At this point, maybe. I don't want to say it anymore. It takes a minute. And, uh, yeah. We're bringing you more shamanism. Same same shamanism network, same channel, same, same, same shamanism hour. Hour channel. I got it. Podcast. Same shamanism podcast, same, po- po- same shamanism hour. Same half hour. Butthole. Yeah, so, we were going to talk about buttholes. No. Uh-huh? That was only for the first episode. Oh. <laughs> I feel like we did it longer than that, but yeah. I tried to stop it. <laughs> it was like trying to stop a flood. Of buttholes. Yeah, yours in particular. And the and this, okay, so, shamanistic buttholes. That could be the name of this episode. Okay. Shamanist, uh, or like it could be like the shamanist, shaman, the shaman files part, part four. four uh, question colon, mark, <laughs> question mark, the the butthole files. Yeah, I don't remember where I was going with that. Maybe you should start. Okay. start us off. So let's head to Polynesia today. Whoa. Okay. <clears throat> Polynesia to those remote little islands in the Pacific. Specifically, the, the northernmost islands of Hawaii. Bongkor. It's another one of our cores. Bongkor. Sorry, go ahead. I just thought about it. Okay. I'm really high. Here you go. I want that. It oh. doesn't have anything in it yet. Oh my god, where did all that smoke come from? It, I was clearing it. I was <laughs> causing harm to my body. I bet. Oh, oh. Well. Hold on. <laughs> Technical difficulties. So, um. Death dogs and all that. Yeah, they were breaking in. I had to fight them off barehanded. <laughs> I just shot some fiberglass on them. They didn't like that. <laughs> I bet they didn't. This is a weird episode already. So, Polynesia, but you said something about Hawaii? Yeah, Hawaii in specific. The most northernmost islands of the Polynesia, I believe. What? Yeah. Sure. Are there islands more north in, in the Polynesian chain? I don't know where Polynesia is now. In, that in, I think in, about the, it. in the cent- in the Central Pacific. South Central Pacific. I'll just have to take your word for it. All the way down to New Zealand. What? They fuck. Yeah, that's the southernmost tip. The uh, Maui people. They used to have. They used to have shaman, shamanistic academies on Mau, uh, on uh, New Zealand. What? Yeah, they used to recruit kids to do magic. <laughs> Teach them sorcery. They made them pass tests, and if they if they weren't weren't uh, if they couldn't pass them, they kicked them out of the academy, and they had to do regular jobs. So Hogwarts was in New Zealand this yes. whole time. Yes, 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 yes. Did you not know about this tradition? Wingardium Leviosa. No. 
Why? Oh, no, I was going to do something really bad. Oh, no, don't do that. I, you should let me be the offensive one. Gonna do some New Zealand magic around here. That's Australian. They're basically the same thing. Oh, my God, you offended so many people. Yeah, yeah. Millions, in fact. There's no difference between the culture or the people whatsoever. You know that's a, you know that all the accents. You, and this is a very genuine depiction. I don't, I've done actually several accents. Very genuine accent. You've offended our three of, three of our, New Zealand. Our second, our third, and our fourth largest viewership bases. Well, Thanks. I just hope that I you just opened your mouth and, and offended people. I just hope. I haven't offended anyone that likes bottles of water. Oh my god. So that was my New Zealander uh, impression. It's flawless. Yeah, the, uh... What are they called? What is that? What is the native... What are the natives in New Zealand called? Kiwi? No. The native people. Kiwis. I'm gonna hit you. <laughs> You're being offensive right now. I'm so sorry. I don't know. Uh, I should have just said that. The Maori people. Oh, the Maori people. I was being offensive. You were being very offensive. I'm a, I'm a little mad, actually. <laughs> I'm sorry. Those are a proud people, and you and you just Those called are... them Kiwis twice. Well, okay, but the but the people. Okay, but no, no, no. The the name of the, the yeah, I know what they what they, what they call the, the the Westerners who settled on the island. Yeah, but not the fucking native people. <laughs> I and just, you said it twice, like you were like, "Yeah, it's definitely the Kiwis." I just assumed it was the same. Oh thing. my god, you've ma- you've made so many native people angry. I bet they were coming here to listen, listen, to, hopefully to like some educated opinions. But no, you just fucking shat all over the, all over their people. I didn't mean to. I I'm sorry. To... I'm sorry to all the more you who are listening right now to my my stupid little Muppet friend. Look, I have fiberglass for brains. <laughs> yes, he does. It's not my fault. I can't help it. Yes, it is. Uh, it is your fault. <laughs> you can't help it. All right, so you why open don't... your mouth and, and this shit happens. <laughs> Every fucking... Why don't I even let you? That's a good point. Maybe... Maybe I should just let you talk about this. <laughs> so we're gonna go... <clears throat> so we're gonna head up to... Hawaii, which, which was going to be my main focus of conversation. Not the Mari. M- Mori. Mari. Not the, Mori. Not the Mari show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, we can never go to Polynesia now. Thanks. I really wanted to go one day. Visit the islands. Do an episode from, from Legally Distinct Polynesia. Maybe if we replace my stuffing, they won't recognize me. Hopefully. We can re-dye my, my felt. Alright, we're going to talk about some Huna. Alright. And Hawaiian shamanism. Okay, take it away. <laughs> Alright, so I even have a source for this. Um, Kalahi, Kalahi King, and the book is called Urban Shamanism. All about... Urban shamanism? Yeah, all about shamanism in, in Hawaii, which is which is done very much within the cities and among the people. Yeah. I read a book called Urban Witchcraft once. Me too! We read that same book. Yeah, the yellow one. 
I think mine had a different cover. Mine was like a dark gray with a pentagram on it. Weird. Maybe my book was different. It may have been. Anyway, you're talking about something different. Yeah. Though. No, mine was Urban Magic. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, You've that's seen my, that book. You, yeah, that might be a different one. There's so many urban books. Yeah, yeah. About urban magic. But this one is urban shamanism. Shamanism. All right. It's called Urban Shaman. And it's from the it's from the the natives of of Hawaii. Yeah. Okay. I'm down. This sounds awesome. Which this native even considers himself an outsider of. <clears throat> and he's as native Hawaiian as you get. Okay. Well, I could see that. He talks from like an outsider's view of it because he he studied other forms of shamanism first. His first foray was in uh, Western shamanism, West African shamanism, which is a powerful that's, shamanism. That's different than Western. Yeah. Yeah. West Western, Western African, uh. West African. And and the fo- and the focus of West Afri- African shamanism is very adversarial. Same with same with a lot of American shamanism. Castanadian, for example. <clears throat> but trying not, to like battle like you bad battle witches spirit. and bad spirits and things that are infecting and, people. Yeah, I I've heard about how um, some of those tribes um, view witchcraft and will uh, eject anyone from their tribe if they think that they're doing evil. Yeah, if they're if they're witches. But, I think those are different uh that's a different uh tribe than what you're talking about. But there's e- there's even dark shamanism in in, in Hawaiian shamanism. But I'm gonna, I'm going to sw- sw- move away from that for a little bit. That that's even how a king took power, King Kamehameha. Oh, I know about Kamehameha. Kamehameha. <laughs> yeah, Kamehameha. <laughs> I know about him. That, that guy has a very interesting story. I he, think we touched on that once here on the podcast before, actually. He, he used dark shamans to, to help take over yep. uh, Hawaii. That shit was legit. He would steal... Uh, there was a practice of stealing people's... Um, what was it called? Their, their hana? Or yeah, their, their, their huna. Their huna? Their, their spirit. Their, their energy. No, their hana. You're right. Their hana. Yeah, it was something different. Hana is energy. Yeah. It was it everything. Everything equated, is on that. Basically equated to like uh, stealing their soul, soul I, and taking power away from. I them. wish I had their. I wish I had the book with me. I could tell you the story. I would love. To, I would love to expel more on that because we touched on that. The that particular can, story can, of I, King uh, Kamea Kamea. Yeah. I that can. right there, we could do an hour long episode. A on little just re- that. Film. A little research. I saw a, a video about him. I, I and saw I was several videos about him. Oh my god! That, he, he's he's a powerful man. That's what that's what uh, showed me like that Hawaiian <clears throat> like Hawaiian traditional practice was so wildly interesting and different than anything I. Well, it still has parallels, but it's still very different than what I'm used to. It's actually a, a very open practice. Is it? Yeah, they'll te- they'll they'll teach they'll teach, uh, they'll teach um, what are they called? Howie. The book is meant to teach as many people about about uh, Huna as, po- as possible. Interesting. <clears throat> Good Huna. All right. And it's very applicable. It's very it's very uh, easy to learn. So what's like, lot, some uh, of the practices in, um, in this uh, there, field? There, there, there's a lot of very simple meditations. Like you find a spot to look at and you focus on it. Yeah, that's. 
and then and then and then you let your view take in everything else around it very slowly, and then you take in as much as you can, and then you focus back in on that spot. Changing levels of of perception from from high to low. Okay, yeah, that's a pretty cool practice. Yeah, very simple to do. Very so it can be hard for some people because of the way they view the world. Yeah, but it helps you. It helps you change the way you, you look at things. Wow. Um, there's also like, let's both relax our bodies as much as we can here here on the bench. I'm the full ca- of fiberglass. It's fine. Just relax your body. <laughs> Put your legs flat. Don't don't cross them. You sewed them like this. I know. Um, oh, just rip them apart. <laughs> All right, I'm bleeding. I yeah, love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm relaxed. Just relax back. I now I'm relaxed. Put your arms. And just let now your body, just just let your body calm down for for about ten seconds. Mm-hmm. And nothing about something. Just flow. Yeah, just down relax. onto the floor. And now think about an angry thought. Something that makes you angry. Um. Fuck. Um. I'm, how are you gonna I. Just something angry. You, you, you know things that make you angry. Think about Mario, a former producer. Um, Think about how he used to stomp your stuff in without permission. Um, I'll think about the fact that Ted Cruz won't answer any of my emails asking if I can get some pictures of his dick. Now do you feel the you feel the your body tense up? Yes, that motherfucker. I just want to know. Now do you feel the difference between your body, how your body was before, and and now that you're in that agitated state, go back into that calm state. Shift, find that calm memory. Let your body find that calm frequency. I will. There's a, there's a lot of vibrations. I, can, I am. I'm a, I, I can imagine that that he does respond and. He sends the the photo, and the beauty is unmatched, just as I always knew it would be Ted Cruz, the hidden stallion. You're an idiot. Did I pass? No. (laughs) You failed. I feel like it worked, though. Okay, you you got the effects? Yeah. For serious? Well, yeah, of course. Okay. You know, all I needed was, was just a little bit of... Ted Cruz penis to yeah I know it's all you ever need to calm yeah, down yeah to, to get me going you don't want, want to be go, getting going that's the opposite of the of of, of this exercise <laughs> this exercise is about learning how to find find ways to calm down that would I would find that calming and then uh, <laughs> we can talk about a universal thing in shamanism that that's very prevalent in in uh, Hawaiian shamanism dreaming oh yes. So dreaming. So uh, Hawaiian shamans believe that you, that you dream while you're awake, and there's two kinds of dreaming: waking dreaming and sleeping dreaming. Okay. <laughs> and and both can be modified and and accessed and and you do it with your different perceptions. There's four different perceptions in in Hawaiian shamanism: a bodily perception, outer bodily perception, a memory perception. And something else. I don't have the book with me. I could elaborate if I had it.
But can you think of some other? Oh, and and one one of the uh, practices you get to later in dreaming and shamanism when, when you're in your sleeping dream is a is a dream grove. Okay. And a dream cave where you can make passes into the dream world. Yeah, I've heard of this type of thing. And you can take your your, your spirit animals along with you on journeys. There's one thing I would like to talk about that relates to this. Um, I can't remember which... It's a it, it's a tribe in Africa. I don't remember what tribe it is. But um, they use this root um, that we would call African dream root. Oh, this powerful, powerful stuff. And they, they turn it into a paste. Be careful with this, listeners. Yeah, this isn't... Uh, I'm not advocating this this is a ba- this is this is not a basic practice um it's not not as it's not as bad as uh the the tura paste but it actually is kind of a similar application they turn this stuff into a white paste mm-hmm. and then they rub this all over their body do they mix it with other ingredients um i don't know i'm, I'm honestly i don't know about that all i know is that they have a way of uh boiling it down and turning it into a white paste that they apply to their body apply all over their skin and then uh, then it makes them very ill. It makes them sick. They throw up. and But that's all considered a part of it. And they enter a, an altered state? Yeah. Um, and and that's exactly right. It sends them uh, into the most vivid dream state that where they believe that what they do there affects the world that they live in. And that they're able to connect with um, ancestors and things of this nature to help them find uh, the answers that they need, for, or, or whatever it is that they're Fight looking for. Spirits affecting people or themselves, right? Um, also related to that are the Aboriginal peoples of Australia, who um, believe in a uh, realm known as. I believe it translates to, like, dreamland or something like that, or, like, the dream world. Um, and they can access it through shamanic rituals that involve uh, music, that involve didgeridoos and drumming. Mm-hmm. And those, chanting. Those alpha waves again. And chanting, yeah. And uh, entering into a state where uh, they... A trance, would you, would you call it? Yeah, yeah, where they can uh, do very similar things and have very vivid experiences. So I just think that's very interesting. Like the the prevalence of dream and shamanism is very very strong. And let's tail end it again with Castanadian shamanism. Let's let guess what's in that as well. The act of dreaming. After being able how to successfully see, Don Juan then begins to teach Carlos how to dream. And through this act, uh, a practitioner while sleeping focuses on the fact that they're dreaming and tries to recognize it. And when they recognize it, they look down at their hands first. And they memorize that their hands are there. And then after they've got the hand part down and they can do that, they can start looking at things to their left and memorizing what's to their left and looking back and to their left and looking back. And And they stay stationary during this. Until they can like feel their body in the dream state. That's just lucid dreaming. Yeah, it, it, it. That's just the beginning of lucid dreaming. That's how you get started. And then it leads to this, uh, to this 
dream realm. Yeah. Where the where where uh, this cloud persists to your left. It, well, that is, it can. I mean, that's one option. Yeah, and then there's like this realm with with mountains, and yeah. str- and strange plains that, that stretch on forever. That can be. Yeah. So the thing but, about but, that, I've but, been. But, I've, there's only like four or five common realms in Castanadian dreaming, which is very interesting. That's interesting. And, they can, and you can share dreams with with, with other sorcerers. I've heard of that type of thing. I've done lucid dreaming, and my experience with it was like this. I've talked about it a little bit before, but I'll expound on it again just one more time. That uh, After I was able to achieve it finally for the first time, and by achieve it I mean I was able to stay in the dream and take full control. Do you remember what kind of dream it was? Yes, I do. Uh, I came into the dream realm, and um, I was on a beach. It was a beautiful beach, clear waters and white sands, and then in the sky there was no clouds, and I like was able to take my finger and trace in the sky and, and make clouds and make the clouds trace in that way. And Is so that when you realized write... was it, when, when you realized it was a dream? Oh, I already knew. The way I knew it was a dream was because I was able. To... So it's interesting. I, that's why I was like, "Wow, this is like very familiar." Until you got to the very specific realms. But the way that I was able to tell that I was in a dream was I would look down at my hands and then push them together, but then they go through each other. Oh, they weren't solid. Yeah. Because there was no physical logic. Exactly. So anyway, you know, I just found that part interesting. Otherwise, uh, everything else was up to me. Like, so then I made, I just imagined a doorway and it appeared on the the beach and I was able to open it and go into another realm. What was in the other realm? The other realm was space. Oh, you just stepped I just, into... Yeah, I just wanted to be in space for a while. And, oh, and, and you just floated that, around? And just floated around and saw things in my space dream realm. And that did, was an, did another door open up to you? Or did you wake up after the space? Um, I I played around in that realm for a while, like the the space one. And then after that, I, I came out of it. I'm starting to get a little uncomfortable in this cactus house. I yeah, we're getting, attacked, we're getting attacked by the hellflies. They're burning my skin. Yeah, they keep they keep screaming in my ear. You probably can't hear it, audience, because it's... It's such a low frequency. Yeah, yeah, but they're, they're screaming, Abaddon! Abaddon! Abaddon ship! <laughs> this is... This episode is sponsored by... Um... Fucking... Dicks in your ass. Yeah. 